and uh, getting ready for Baylor in the Final Four, and a man who, uh, boy, took us, got us close to the promised land, took us to the NCAA tournament, and uh, long-time Dallasite, very successful businessman. Uh, it is Michael, Mr. Quick Williams, joining us on ESPN Central Texas. Michael, I was so excited. I had Jim Haller on, your old coach, uh, uh, boy, I don't want to offend him by calling him the old coach, but, you know, he's still very young-looking. But uh, I, I get so excited thinking about your era. And uh, I got to think, Michael, those guys like you who had such great careers and, and then, you know, got a little taste of uh, that NCAA tournament. To see Baylor now advance all, all the way to the Final Four, it has to be, uh, has to be a wonderful feeling. Well, I tell you this: uh, if we could have video conferences, I have my hat on and my Baylor shirt on today, <laughs> and I'm in the office. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I love that. I love that you got your Baylor. I think I ran into you years ago at a golf tournament. You had a sweet swing, which I should have, uh, I should have <laughs> anticipated. Had a pretty nice, uh, pretty nice swing out there. I'm trying to remember where we were playing that day, but I think it was some kind of tournament. But they said that yeah. was Michael Williams over there. Michael, I just I turned into a little kid again. I was like, my goodness, I gotta, I gotta go over there and meet that man. But uh, that's uh, it, it. It's really it's so cool that all this is happening. I mean, Michael, how have uh, have, have you? Go, uh, you know, gone to, you know, a lot of games over the past. Have you kind of gotten to know Scott Drew a little bit? What, is, uh, uh, what has been your I impression him, of uh, it all? I have him on, on my cell phone. Uh, so Scott and I, we spoke, and I went over and spoke to the kids uh, uh, on several occasions. Uh, but I tell you the truth, I have not called him once. I have not texted him once because every time I would go talk to the kids, it will be a game before they had to play against Kansas. And things didn't go well. So I'm not messing with him right now. But he is in my prayers. <laughs> I, told my, I told my wife last night, I said, man, I should have wanted to just say, you know, go get him. I know I said, but I'm not messing with him. I'm just going to let him go do what he has to do. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun. I think back to those years. I guess that was after Coach Iba had uh, taken over and I was just mm. I was just talking about it on uh, out loud. I mean now before we talk about your trip to the NCAA tournament, Michael, I mean that those SWC tournaments, uh, we got Steven Simcox with us. He's a young he's a young pup. He's twenty eight years old. He doesn't remember those things. And I'm telling you, Michael, though that was the that was unbelievable. First of all you had five slam a jamma. You came in a little bit after that but those but all that, those that was good for me, by the way. <laughs> you missed out on Clyde and all those guys. Those guys are about four years older than you. But uh, yeah. uh, that, I mean, the SWC tournament at Reunion Arena was really, really something. And the Cougars oh, yeah. and the Mustangs and Winston Crichton, the uh, the Ags. Arkansas I mean, you never knew. And Andrew yes. Lane and uh you know uh Cato Armstrong all those guys they were coming they were coming at Sean Gay at, at Texas Tech uh it was from top to bottom that old Southwest Conference and and to see Houston playing against Baylor for the championship it, it shows you still a lot of talent here in Texas for basketball yeah there's a huge amount and uh it's funny you brought up Cato I was I was actually going to bring up Cato y'all ran into them in the SWC championship, I can't remember if that was your junior or senior year, but uh, mm-hmm. 
Michael, that I mean that that was a team you and Daryl. Uh, I mean, we Never thought done. that was y'all were going to do it, and 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 that Kate. By the way, a few years ago, I ran in. I was up at uh, the Cooper Aerobics Center, and I saw this guy, kind of overweight, in his. Yeah, at the time he would have been in his I don't know late forties, maybe early fifties, and and within a moment. I just the way he moved and the way he shot, I just I immediately I didn't have to see his face. I said that's Cato. And sure enough it was Cato. It was Cato. <laughs> still Yeah. He, was he, it still he, jumping he, high? I mean, you know, for a guy to be five ten, five eleven, but he had to have a forty one inch vertical. You know, you have certain players in the league because I used to hate see a guy like uh Chris Jackson who's Mark Mood or or a guy like Kevin Johnson and 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 Mark Price, so you you had to sleep in and make sure you got your good night's sleep. But with Cato, I had to do the same thing in college. He's one of those guys you had to be ready to play because he was going to compete, and he had a lot of talent. Yeah, yeah, that was because uh, Carl predated you. Carl Wright probably by a little bit, maybe in, mm-hmm. in uh, Con- Concact Longino and all those guys. But anyway, I'll I'll say this, Michael. He uh, he he still can hoop, but he hasn't kept himself in the shape you have. I'll just put it that yeah. way. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I always uh, whenever I do public speaking, I say, "Well, listen, when I was playing, it was half my body, so I'm in good shape for a man that is 54." And that's all I can think I can promise my wife. My wife said, "Oh, you need to look like that." I just looked at her and said, "You're gonna be disappointed." <laughs> <laughs> Talking to uh, Michael Williams, <laughs> one of the all-time Baylor greats. Uh, Michael, take me back to uh, uh, you getting recruited by Coach Haller and then you and Daryl. Now, you're from uh, fa- the famous Carter High School in Dallas. In fact, uh, you were – I'm trying to think the age on all this when all that crazy football stuff was happening. You might have been – Oh, yeah. That was, you that were was a little it. bit older That was my rookie Shea. year on my, oh, yeah. uh, when I, we won a championship with the Pistons. That was – Jesse Olmstead, that group, that was in 1989. I came out in 84, uh-huh. and uh, Jim Haller, um, that year, um, they had, I don't know if they still have it in, in Waco, but they had the Waco Optimist Tournament. Uh, we won it two years in a row, and you're know, the most valuable player. And then I went down in the Texas Hall of Fame game, and uh, that year, and, and we played against Conroe, and I, I scored 63 points. And, and a game down in Waco. So Waco, needless to say, got to know me. I got to know Coach Haller. And when he recruited me, um, just the way he recruited, you knew he was real. The team before us just didn't do well. And from from our, our, all indications, wasn't going to be that, that talented. But when that recruiting class of Carlos Briggs, Eric Johnson, who's Vinny Johnson's uh, younger brother, myself, uh, Darrell Middleton, who actually got better and better as as uh, his college career went on, and uh, the main reason I went there was because of Frank Williams, who made the All State team. He played at Samuel, and uh, here in Dallas, and uh, he was six ten, six nine, six ten, and I knew we were going to be competitive. But the things have changed, we all know, in, in college sports now. That year, I made uh, freshman All American with uh, Danny Manning and David Rivers. You know, in today's world, I would have went pro. Uh, but back <laughs> yeah. then, you got guys like Wayman Tisdale, Danny Manning, guys were playing all four years. And that makes you, you feel more, uh, you're closer to the university because 
you got a lot of memories. I remember uh, uh, when I got inducted to the Baylor Hall of Fame or Wake Hall of Fame, one or the other, uh, um, Coach Haller presented me. And <laughs> neither one of us could stop crying. We just um, looked at each other because we knew that if we would have stayed together, we would have done some special things. Now, Gene Ibo was also one of the best coaches that I've ever played for, especially on the college level, uh, because he was going to preach defense, 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 uh, because he's old Hank Ibo, um, disciple. So, you know, having an offensive guy that recruited me, Jim Halloway, averaged 94 points a game, and then having a, a great coach in Gene Ibo coming in behind him, so I learned to play both sides of the floor, and it really helped me in my pro career. Yeah, and Coach Iba, it was almost took us back to like the movie Hoosiers. He 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 would uh, he would want y'all to pass it a bunch of times, and we're always like, man, let's uh, fast break this thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was bad. I mean, I would come down and throw the ball, you know, behind my back, and the guy would make a dunk or layup. He'd take me out of practice. Like, what's wrong? That was a bad pass. I said it was an assist. Go sit on the sideline. <laughs> Talking to uh, oh man, yeah, Michael Williams and uh, and, and boy, at the, the end of your time, that might have been when Chief showed up. Uh, uh, you know, Chief uh, got there right after oh, I think you'd gone pro. Yeah, uh, yeah, after you'd gone to the NBA, Chief Holcomb shows up. I just always wanted to get all y'all together, but you're right. I mean, you and. You and Coach Haller. And by the way, Briggs, talking to Michael Williams, the uh, legendary Baylor player, uh, Briggs was, Carlos was still there when I got there seven years later. So I'm seven years younger than you. <laughs> you know, if you, if you research him, he went to coach at a junior college or small university, and he was a coach of the year. Oh, wow. Carlos Briggs, yeah, was? back in Detroit. Yeah, he was coach of the year. And I, I'm not surprised because he always knew the game. Uh, him and I kind of clashed with, with their styles and their approach. But I'm, ta- I'm talking about a great player, could just shoot it from anywhere. Um, uh, and he's a great guy. I, I was doing some business in Detroit years after I retired. And I was at a little bar, and I looked over, and you can't miss the red hair and freckled face. And I said, man, that is Carlos. And, man, we had such a great time. And that's the one thing about college I tell people. You know, I played 11 years in, in the NBA, and you get to know people, but it's nothing like going through that college experience. And that's, you know, when I look at what Baylor has done and what, what Coach Drew has done and his staff, man, it's so much pride, and those kids are going to remember this time for the rest of their lives. Yeah, and, it's and those relationships because it's nothing like nothing like going, getting in the trenches, two minutes to go in the game, and somebody knock down a big jumper or somebody makes a big defensive play. You still remember those games. You know, can you imagine, Michael, if you had a? I mean, you had to handle the ball. You had to do a lot for oh. that team. Imagine oh, the. Uh, imagine this Baylor team: three guards that can all handle it, can all. It's it's sort of positionless basketball in a sense, and they don't have true. It's not like they have a big man like Daryl that are trying to get the ball yeah. down there and score twenty points a game or eighteen points a game. What do you what what do you what's what stands out to you about this team? And I would uh, knowing how great you are at getting steals, and that's kind of where that Mister mm-hmm. Quick thing came from. Where did uh, what what is this defense? What do you think of this team's defense and and, and just kind of its overall play? 
Well, when the NCAA tournament started, I, I running back bet with uh, some friends of mine. I said Baylor's going to be in the Final Four. Ah, oh, Baylor won't be in the Final Four. Michigan beat them. So and so beat them. Uh, Illinois beat them. I said, listen, in today's game, whether it's on the college, high school, even pro level, it's about guard play. And when I started looking at the way the the three and sometimes four headed monsters, because they got a kid coming off the bench that's really solid, that can really knock down jumpers, and he's a great uh, free-throw shooter. I think it's number 10. Uh, you got to have guard yeah. play when you get to – come again? Yeah, Flagler off the bench, yeah. Yes, you got to have guard play in the NCAA. Now, that's why, in my opinion, the Houston game is going to be a – you ready for a fight? It's going to be a fight. If the referees let them play, I wouldn't be surprised with some black eyes and bloody lips because both teams are really built on defense. Now, I am biased. I think we have better shooters, and I think we have better ball handlers. That's going to be the difference in the game. Right, and I'm well, not just I, saying that because I'm sick of nation, but I'm just saying that's what it is. Yeah, I I I agree with you, and they they want to lure you into their game, and you got to play your game and try to dictate the pace. But boy, we both know Kelvin Sampson can flat out coach too, so it's going to be a uh, yeah. it's going to be an interesting uh, coaching matchup. And boy, he was coaching. I don't know where he was when you were playing, but he was around. Uh, oh Kelvin yeah, and Sampson's winning been, and winning. Yeah, oh yeah, he's been doing it forever. Uh, remind me when y'all went to the tournament. It was. Uh, it was, uh, you know, kind of toward the end of your career. I remember uh-huh. it was against Memphis, Memphis State, we used to call them back then. And yeah. as I was trying to remember, I didn't even look this up, they had a great player named Elliot Perry. I think he wore goggles, if I, if I think yeah, hard Yeah, enough. weighed about 150 pounds. He was a sophomore. <laughs> I remember him. I remember him well, too well. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember about that experience? Well, it was new for us because the year before, we went to the Southwest Conference Championship game two years in a row, and um, Texas Tech uh, beat us in a championship game, and they actually finished sixth or seventh in the conference, so they they had an opportunity to go to the NCAA, and we went to the NIT. And uh, my senior year, we, we had that, that born, uh, bond fight uh, with uh, SMU, uh, needless to say, I used to go to the gym during the summer, so it was a rivalry there. Um, but going to the NCAA is just a different experience. It's a different le- level of media coverage. Uh, you're playing against great players that you really have only watched on film. So to your point you just made, you have to stick to your game plan. And uh, that Memphis game years ago now, but uh, we started out pretty pretty good. And they went on a couple of runs, and we just couldn't sustain uh, our run. So, you know, and you're watching the game uh, Saturday. You're going to see a lot of runs. Can you sustain it? Can you sustain a a 10-point run? Uh, Can people stop you from a 10-point run? You saw the game against um, uh, Arkansas. We went up 19 points. Arkansas made a run. Mm -hmm. But we were able to hang – hold them back yeah well i just uh i tell you it's it's such a pleasure uh to catch up with you and uh those were those were great days you started bringing up great, uh, those names and uh i feel like eric johnson might have finished did he go to did he transfer to nebraska or something or i was trying to remember the uh 
Yeah, he – and speaking of three guards, I mean, if it was up to Coach Haller, we had the three guards, uh, Eric, myself, along with Carlos Briggs. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I tried to get Eric to stay because he's a great player, and he had an opportunity and played in the league. I think he played two or three years in the league for Utah. Mm-hmm. So we had talent, and Carlos Briggs was the last – um, I think he was the last cut with San Antonio, and this was after setting out a whole year because he wasn't able to play his senior year. So we had a lot of talent. I, I don't think our talent is as, as talented as uh, the Butler and Mitchell and the crew because they have really good shooters, and all of those guys can get their own shots, especially at crunch time. Mm-hmm. So we have a really, really good shot at winning this thing, and um uh, I say sick and bears. I'm really yeah. proud of this team. I've been saying for years, and you could mark my word, and you can ask Coach Drew. This was 15 years ago. I was looking at him. I said, as long as we can keep you, we're going to do some special things. Because, when, in my opinion, when you get on the college level, you got to have talent. But your coaches and your staff and your recruitment of great players I think we're number one. I think we're number four, this incoming uh, recruiting class in the nation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, well, Michael, by the way, Mr. Quick, uh, who gave you that nickname? Jim Hallis. Jim Hallis. And he used to call me big time. He, Oh, you big time. Big time. I was a little smiley-nosed uh, freshman. So he saw something in me, and I've always appreciated it. Um, mm-hmm. He's a great man and a great family man. He's been nothing but special for me, and I'm uh, just happy to have him in my life. Yeah, well, he's a, he, we had him on yesterday. He never he always loves bringing you and Daryl up. And, you know, it's funny. There are certain players you can't talk about one without the other, and you mm-hmm. and Daryl are just, you know, and you had the, the longer, better NBA career, and I know he played overseas, but uh, – you and Daryl, man, that was like a package type deal. That was a that was a that was a duo in the Southwest Conference, and uh, he could hammer it, and he owned that paint down low. He owned and, it, and, owned left yeah. hand, right hand, a hook underneath. He had it all. Yep, yep. I don't know. I don't know if anybody. I mean, Skinner was good, and obviously he hung around the NBA for a long time, and other players mm-hmm. have. But Daryl. Uh, and Chief Holcomb had a nice little run, but Lord help, Daryl was uh, – you and Daryl were a great combo. And I think in today's game, Michael, you probably would have squeezed off more threes because you could shoot. Oh, yeah. You certainly mm-hmm. could shoot the three. I just remember you having a great mid-range game. And so I don't th- – yeah. is, is, the way I remember it, you didn't shoot a ton of them. Well, because Coach Ivan would take out the game, number one. <laughs> 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 so that's number one <laughs> and number two we had the best uh big man in the league so you know daryl is i was telling a story a year or so ago i said that my senior year daryl was mvp of the league um uh robert um um rob mclemore was defensive player of the year yeah. And although we lost the game to SMU, I was still MVP of the tournament. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, that, that, yeah, we had all – but we finished second. So, uh, <laughs> we could blame that on TCU, and uh, we lost that game. But uh, we had great teams and had a really good good time, and it's something I'll never forget. 
and I'm wearing green and gold. Uh, I might have some green and gold pants on tomorrow. I, I'm so proud of this thing. Yeah. Well, listen, we're we're going to be uh, – I'll think about you tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to make that trip tomorrow morning, and uh, it's going to be so exciting. And, uh, Michael, it's great catching up with you. Uh, and for people that don't know, Michael once made – Still holds the NBA record, uh, record as far as I know, most consecutive free throws made at 97. And, uh, Michael, you didn't even know that uh, that that's like a job now in the NBA. I know you know it now, <laughs> but you could have, like, been a free throw coach for another, you know, you could you still be sitting on an NBA bench, uh, although you've had a lot of success in business. But they yeah. do have free throw coaches now. <laughs> well, I tell people this all the time. Um that's where you win games. Um, I've watched a lot of college games get lost by really talented teams because they can't shoot free throws. And you were talking about our, my golf swing. That's what made me become a better golf player. Years ago, I have a bad knee now, but um was my free throw shooting because it was all technique and it was practice and it was repetition, and uh, that's what it's about. Well, it's uh... – it's uh, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get you out to the golf course uh, one of these days. Although I I may I am able capable of throwing people's tempo off. Once you see my <laughs> swing, it could it could cause a distraction. But uh, <laughs> Michael, I appreciate it. It's so fun catching up with you, and I hope uh, Coach Haller. I bet he was out there listening. He's a great friend of ours. So uh, just all our best, and uh, let's let's go get him tomorrow. Let's go get him. Thanks for the call.